All right, everybody. All right. Hello. Hello. And welcome to another episode of What Are the Odds? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where we look at all those things that seem likely or unlikely, and mm-hmm. we get to calculating to find out just how true that is. Jonathan. Yes. How are you? I'm doing well. I just wanted to beat the odds and say that I could do an English accent for about uh, the first 20 seconds of our show, so... I believe I've beaten it, and I am now going to continue to go over it because you're not looking at me, which means that probably I've now gone the Russian, and now I've lost. Oh, you lost it. Lost it. Um, you definitely made it over 20 seconds, awesome. although a lot of that was me talking. It was you talking. Well, I don't don't ask how to get over it. I just get through it. Yeah. Uh, great work. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, and uh, thanks to Joel for writing in with that mm-hmm. challenge. Um, I guess you lose. I don't know. What were the stakes on that? Uh, well, now I have to send him all the way to California some blue crabs. That's just, you know. Wow. Yeah, you actually really lost out I on that really one. really lost. Because the shipping is going to be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You got to pack them with ice and stuff. It's not good. Special, Do I, though? Special shipping. Yeah, you don't want that stuff to go bad because they'll find out on the way. That's true. Crab's pretty distinct. I was just reading a story about how... Uh, there was a there's a team the national predators for uh, mm-hmm. the nhl and they lost a game on a tying goal that they got they had but yeah. it was disallowed and they they like to throw catfish onto the ice and uh which is so forced right. can i can i just say as someone who's been to multiple nashville predators games have you yeah oh, oh cool. you didn't see that coming no did i you? did not at all yeah uh what what would uh what would you say would be the number of games uh, that I've seen at the uh, Nashville arena? Um, I would say... I'm going to give you 10 to 1 odds on getting this right. Okay. I Can I give you, Can I give a round number without... Like being within 10? No, I'll even... I'll, six. Can I be within six? Can you be within six? Yes. No, because it's a small number. Okay. Uh, I would say eight. Uh, I think I've been to four games. Damn. Yeah, not that many. Not that many. But uh, still, that's but, still more than I expected. But some. Yeah. yeah. It was a good time. Uh, but they... And they did not throw catfish on the ice at okay, the time. That's, <laughs> I don't know when that started. Uh, but so the the I guess the new thing is they're throwing catfish onto the ice. Oh. I guess after this is like cele- celebratory and stuff. But right. they um, the goal went back to review. And so an NHL reviews are done in Toronto. And they the people in Toronto disallowed the goal. And so the, the Predators lost. Right. So uh, people were very upset, and this uh, this woman saw on their Facebook page that somebody said that they should ship the catfish to oh, Toronto. Yeah. Right. So she went and first contacted uh, UPS to figure out if it was legal mm-hmm. to do this. Right. And when UPS it's said, wildlife. Yeah. well, when Canada and UPS both agreed that it was okay to do this, mm-hmm. she shipped in a cooler a catfish with no ice. Because she wanted them to know that, like, this was coming. She was displeased. Yeah. Yeah. What does that rank on the scale of, uh, like, Mafia Don to, uh, with a horse head in the bed to, yeah. like, uh, I don't know, getting a poop on your doorstep? Um, I would say it is, it's solid in between that. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I, it's its own thing. It's yeah. A, it's, it's, it's a catfish a, yeah, in a cooler with yeah. no ice. Yeah. I mean, for the fact that she did all this research within two days of this situation right. and then was able to ship it out there, 
uh, good on her. Um, I suppose. What do you think the odds are that she got that package to the person that made the call? Oh, probably slim to none. That that yeah. packet, I mean, it's on ESPN. That's where I read this article. So mm-hmm. like, they know it's coming. Ah, so she she announced that she had shipped it. Right. No one has announced that they've received it. Right. I and see. and she wasn't sending it to Nashville. She wasn't sending it to anyone like in particular, like the referees or anything. Yeah. It was like NHL headquarters. Somebody was getting this. Oh, interesting. All right. Well. Yeah, this is one of those problems that comes up a lot, I think, when an individual wants to take action against some larger entity. Like, the odds of you actually getting your message to the person that made the decision that impacted your life isn't always next to none. You're usually making someone's life miserable, and, and like, all they are doing is their job, and they literally have no choice. All they they could do is do what they did or get fired. That's true. I I always think of, like, what was it, Jericho? Everybody was sending, like, Mm. it got canceled, and then everybody started sending peanuts to CBS. Uh, There was a similar campaign with um, Firefly to get the movie Serenity made, Uh, although, like, after the show, it was canceled. Right. I mean, it's always after the show has been canceled. I mean, like, we look at, like, the only successful one I think that's ever happened really is Arrested Development. Right. I mean, we've had reboots now, Will and Grace, but nobody was, like, itching for it. Yeah. Roseanne, nobody was itching for it. What do you think they would have sent in? For Will and Grace, yeah. Ugh. Um, there's not like I can't think of an iconic like no, an from the uh, yeah, show. an item. Maybe or I haven't something. seen that many episodes. No, but I don't think there was. Maybe a bottles of wine, but um, I don't know. Wow, that's that's, that's, that's really that's expensive, like, that's, and it's like really nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, hey, we're sending you baskets of wine. Uh, yeah, if you bring the show back, I'll stop sending you wine. Well, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Uh, great. Well, this is running a little long. Okay. Um, should we get to our guest? Uh, sure. Okay. The odds of that actually happening are slim to none. Oh, good. Well, we'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Jessica Hinken. I'm Laura Wexler, and we're the hosts of the Stoop Storytelling Series podcast. We are a podcast in which you can hear true personal stories that are sad, happy, funny, itchy. There's no itchy stories. Why did you say sad twice? Because we gravitate towards sadness. That's not true. It's very fun. You can download us on stoopstorytelling.com or iTunes, and you can also find us at the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody. Welcome hey. back. Um, we've been sitting here about half an hour. Yep. Uh, but it sounds like, from what you were telling me before we turned the mics back on, that you knew we didn't need to wait. Yeah, we didn't need to wait. That's why I said slim to none. I knew, I, like, that was insider trading. Yeah, right I was feeling a little bit skeptical uh, and curious as to why we waited. It was a pleasant conversation, though. Okay, we well, we yeah. could have recorded a whole podcast, we could have, really. But we're not. But <sighs> I, I did want to say that uh, I've. it's finally happened after many, many episodes that we've done the show. Yeah. Uh, I have something that is legitimately a the odds are better of winning the lottery than this actually happening. Okay, and this is something that happened to you? Yes. Oh my gosh, okay. So everybody out there in our pool uh, that has been writing in with uh, all of your thoughts about when this would finally happen, it's this episode. Yep. So uh, if you were over, sorry. Uh, If you were exact, uh, you get the prize. And um, I think that prize is uh, still a toy Pikachu. It's still a toy Pikachu. Yeah, okay, excellent. So um, yeah, if if you guess this episode number uh, would be the one where Jonathan finally had something so unlikely happen to him, let us know. Uh, Give us a shout. We'll get that Pikachu to you right away. All right, so I want to become a really good storyteller because I I teach middle schoolers, so I don't Mm. have to tell many stories. But uh, So 
earlier this week. Uh, we'll just say on Tuesday. I do need to change a few names uh, just because of privacy and stuff. Yeah. So uh, I apologize if there's some pauses, but I have to remind myself not to say names. Uh, so uh, at my school, um, the middle school has a thing called crew, and I've talked about it a couple of times uh, on the show. Let's call it team. Team. Let's That's change fine. the name. <laughs> okay. So uh, there's team time. And during team time, uh, the middle school breaks into uh, smaller, six smaller groups, taking the children based on uh, gender and then putting them with crew le- uh, team leaders. And uh, those team leaders do activities with their their students. And while uh, uh, our our friend, uh, Vegan Rob of Vegan Rob's Dojo. Let's call him Vegan Job. No, I'm going to keep re- Vegan Rob. Okay, okay so, no, yeah. so one name has One name changed. is not going to be changed. Everything else is going to be changed. <laughs> uh, so Vegan Rob shares my room during his team time. Um, his is a half an hour after mine, but mm. they were having a special um, party for for lunch and crew time, team time. And sorry if I'm messing you up. No, it's fine. I, this is going to be a fun game. Okay. Uh, and he, uh, so I came into my room after my team time was done, and Rob came up to me and said, "Hey, you should go see um, Jeremy's uh, thing that he found outside during his adventure class." Mm. And so, adventure class. Jeremy's not the real name. Jeremy's right? not the real name. Yep. Already changed that. Already changed that name. Uh, adventure class. I'm going to guess is, the real name is. Adam. No. Okay. No. Uh, so adventure is uh, a, a spot where um, kids go outside and they've been doing a bunch of activities where they like learn how to tie knots. They mm. uh, learn CPR. Um, all the kids are first aid trained. Um, is adventure one... the real name for Yeah, this the adventure activity? is okay. the, the real name. Uh, so uh, my school is located in an industrial park. Right. We're plopped right in the middle of it. Um, this is important for later. Uh, we are literally Excellent. we're literally next to a um, a landfill, mm. and uh, there's some wooded areas which the kids have actually uh, helped uh, our, our um, outdoor ed teacher um, clear a path. So there's actually outdoor education spaces that they can use. Yeah, nice. So uh, Rob told me to go see Jeremy, and well, Jeremy came to me, and he. He told me that he found a purse outside hmm. by uh, outside while they were out in adventure class, and they found all these cards. And so he lays upon my desk uh, very pristine cards, uh, a Baltimore County uh, employee identification card, um, a health care card, a Johns Hopkins hospital card that was sort of like 3D printed thick. Hmm. It was interesting. Um a blockbuster card, what? Um, all with the person's name on it, the same person, same person, okay. Um, and we will call her Stacy, okay. Um, so Stacy had like Stacy had her full name on all these things. Uh, the dates for a lot of them were between two thousand one and two thousand five. Yeah, um, I mean, blockbuster really dates right. It. And the uh, like the insurance card was from two thousand one to two thousand five. That's where the two thousand five part comes from. Mm. So I don't know what the situation is yeah um so of course the first immediate thought in my head spooky is someone died yeah and these kids were extremely close to a dead body right but i know they didn't find it because the conversation was about this purse yeah and not a body so i i'm talking to them and and like 
Jeremy's telling me like, yeah, so we were just like walking around. We found this purse. We found this stuff. Um, ants were living in it. And um, mm. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's great. And they're like, we just don't know anything about this person. I said, well, that's true. I mean, we have we have Stacy's name on here, but we don't right. have anything. A lot of affiliations. Right. Uh, so I said, well, there's a phone number on the back of the employee identification card. Oh. We could call it. Yeah. So I pick up the phone. I call. I explained the story to the woman that picked up. She said, okay, give me a second. Let me just see if I can find her in our system. Mm-hmm. So she types some stuff in. She comes back, and she's like, I'm going to ask somebody else. She's not coming up in our computer, but let me go ask. Hmm. And uh, she comes back. She's like, that person no longer works here. Um, sorry that we can't be any help, um, but th- thank you for calling. And I said, thank you. So I, I hang up, and I tell the, the some of the uh, sixth grade boys that were around, right. and I said, like, sorry, guys, like, uh, dead end yeah and, I, and I, mystery continues right and there was a point there was a point to the uh to all that where i thought like if this was a uh extremely missing person yeah or if this person had died under weird circumstances there would be some sort of flagging system maybe within maybe, the, yeah. within this uh so i thought it's in the employer's best interest actually to not let anything uh, on right if they, if they know something right like, to rando callers so um so i was like okay uh, the best thing we could do is go online and see what we can find. Mm, and they're like, true. well, we've been looking on there. We haven't found anything. <laughs> of course I'm like, have. this is amazing. Like you guys have literally only had like two minutes between this and then the food that you're eating with your party. Do they so, have phones at your school? Uh, yes, but they're not supposed to. Okay. You know, it's that magical spot where you're just like, don't mm. use cell phones, but they're like in my pocket. And right. It's like whatever. So it's kind of right on the the line where they're like, "I did some googling," and you're like, "Really? Really? Your telephone uh-huh. that you're not supposed to have?" Yeah. So I was like, "Okay, let me just go." So I type in Stacy's full name, um, and then I put in um, Baltimore County just to, like add to the search. Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, you get like all this nonsense. But I found a LinkedIn page. Okay. Well, and that's I clicked on the LinkedIn page, and there's her picture. A well, there is a picture of a woman. Right. And I, I had her, the identification card is definitely older than the picture, younger than the picture that's on LinkedIn page. Sure. But they kind of look like they have the same, you know, like the, 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 uh, the Maury, like that, that child is definitely your kid. Like, Uh you know, the same nose, look at the nose, look at the lips. Like those are your eyebrows. There's a a resemblance. Right. Which you would expect if you had found the same person. Right. So I, I, I see that this person, I see that the, the person I found on LinkedIn is currently working at a a firm um, as of 2017. Okay. Okay. So this is good news. Right. Like this isn't something that like. So maybe maybe if this is the right person, maybe they just threw their purse away and it came from the landfill yeah. and it's just here. So I look at Rob and I go, "We have a phone number. Yeah. How far down the rabbit hole do you want to go? I mean, you already have the phone number. And you Rob, made one phone call. Yeah. Rob was like, "Go for it. Yeah." So I call and I get um, the receptionist to the, um, to, the new to, to the to the f- to the firm, um, and I said, "Hi, I'm I'm looking for Stacy, um, just for this for for the the full scale of this. So Stacy is the full name, but what we found was the shorter version of of like her her real name. So instead oh, of okay. Stacy, it'd be like Stace. Sure. So I um. So I'm going on going out on a limb, and I said I'm I I wondering if you have Stacy so and so, um, working at your 
uh, your establishment and if she's available to talk. Yeah. And the reception's like, uh, hold on one second, let me see if she's available. Great. So now I know that the person who shares the same name as the people, the mm-hmm. person in this card, is alive and working. Right. So she gets back and she says uh, that Stacy is in a vendor's meeting. Can do you want to leave a message? Mm-hmm. Now this is now I you've heard this first part of the story. Yeah. Um, what is your reaction to when the receptionist says? Do you want to leave a message? Um, it's, oops, I didn't make a pretext for this call. A hundred percent exactly <laughs> what I did. I went, um, mm, sure, no, okay, can I tell you this? Uh, and I explained that, like, unravels. I had to had to tell the whole story. Like, I had students that found a purse with this woman's name on mm. a bunch of identification cards. Looked her up, found her on LinkedIn. She works here. I have Maybe no idea if this is the same person. Right. Uh, but if she could give me a call back, I'd love to see. And she said, yep, I'll do that. So uh, I gave her my cell phone number because um, it was, we did this on Wednesday. Okay. Um, so this was two days ago uh, as we're recording. We're recording Friday. And she, I gave her my cell phone because school lets out early mm-hmm. um, on Wednesdays. So I don't know if I'm going to be in the building yeah. or you not. You want to maximize those But chances. I want to make sure that if she can get give me a call back, she can. Yeah. So uh, I'm doing a... Um, a meeting with all the TAs because um, mm-hmm. I've started doing uh, being the TA liaison and oh, been wow. trying to do every Wednesday have a meeting with all the TAs as many as I can um, to try to help build morale because um, teaching assistant at our school and any school is a tough job. It's yeah. a thankless job um, and it's hard to keep wonderful people and I believe everyone mm-hmm. we have is wonderful but we have such turnover because of um, salary and the lack of benefits right um but a lot of tas that have come through my school have um are now teaching there so mm, it, it, nice. it's, a, it's a place that definitely sees potential in people and then strives to get them to the top right so i just want to bring that out to people so while i'm in this meeting i get a phone call and it's definitely the number that i had just called oh nice and uh i didn't pick up because i was there you're busy but yeah. i again got to tell the whole story to all of these people okay so you're like my you may be wondering my, why my phone is ringing. <laughs> right let me tell you so uh the voicemail is definitely from stacy mm-hmm. and uh she, she said that I, I you know like in the voicemail it said like oh i i see that like I, I heard that you might have something that belongs to me. I'd love to talk to you about it. Just give me a call back. So I call back. The receptionist picks up. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, hi, I'm Jonathan. I'm just trying to reach Stacy. And she's like, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Give, give me a second. Mm-hmm. So she put Stacy on. So now I'm talking to yeah. this person who shares the name of the person in the um, identification cards. Right. So Stacy tells me that back in 2001, she was carjacked wow. in Federal Hill. Oh. And as she got out of the car, she was asked, uh, she only asked for the bag, mm. her purse. That's all she wanted. And they just took off. Yeah. Um. So everything within this purse has is now time-capsuled. Right. 2001. Yeah. So we're talking about a a purse that is 17 years old. Yeah. That has been out in the elements mm, right. for 17 years. Yeah. So she asked if she, if I could send her all the stuff mm-hmm. um, because she would love for it to have some closure. Yeah. Completely understand. 
Uh, I said, right now I only have the cards. I don't have the purse, but I've, uh, I've, I know the student who like found it. <laughs> who took it home. Who may it? have it with him. I don't know, uh, but I'll see what I can do. Is that your school's rule about that? If, if yeah, the finders finds- keepers. Wow. Losers, weepers. I um, did not know that that was your, uh, so, <laughs> your policy. Uh, so I, like, this is so amazing. Like, we found the person. Mm-hmm. And it only took two phone calls, but we found the person. Yeah. Three if you count her phone call. That is true. But um, we found her. Yeah. And I was like, this is great. So I, I'm i talking to uh, my friend Kim. I'm going to keep her name. Uh, I was talking to my friend Kim. And she said, like, I think you should call the student's parents and mm-hmm. just say, like, where is the purse? Right. Because uh, I Your talked. Your son has yeah. received stolen goods. I talked, I talked from to. From the woods. I talked to the uh, outdoor ed teacher, and he didn't know where it was, but mm. said, like, the last person I saw was Jeremy, so I just wanted to right. check. All right, so I called the mom, and she's like, well, Jeremy's right here. Let me ask. And uh, it's he said, and this is just the fun part about this whole thing. Mm. It's over by the woods. They left it. Yeah, left the purse. They took all the cards, left the purse. Oh, because it was full of ants. Right, they, yeah, right. No one wants that. Okay. Nobody I, wants I, that. I gotcha, gotcha. Um, they left the purse over in the woods back behind the abandoned tennis court. Now, uh, for anybody who, d- who like who's listening, who's yeah. never been to my, there, there is an abandoned tennis court that uh, Anne Arund- the Anne Arundel County schools have paid to have that land a dollar a year. Okay, uh, but wow. nobody uses it. Like right. it is complete. Like they took the fence down. The courts just have uh, foliage just coming up out yeah. of everything. So it's it is exactly that an abandoned tennis court and like a super creepy place right. I imagine. So I get my uh, I get my friend Char and uh, Kim and we go to the the woods. Yeah, I get Char because she is Wonder Woman and uh, just outdoors person extraordinary. She has so, a high survival skill, right? So yeah. if 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 I need somebody to go deep in the woods to find this, she's the one who's going to get it. Sure. So we walk around our school. Um, through this wonderful path that the kids have helped sort of mm, widen right. so that way you can get through here. And uh, Char, of course, finds the purse. Mm-hmm. Um, the purse does not have any ants, but the wallet has ants in it. So we leave the wallet, hmm. we take the purse. Um, so now I like have the purse in a trash bag, and it's, it's in relatively good condition. Hmm. It is not great. It is not perfect. There like, are holes ripped in it, but yeah. it is in a you could still tell that this was a purse. Right. So we leave the wallet because it is now a house of ants. Mm-hmm. And uh, we take the purse, we put it in a trash bag, put it in a box, and now we're back at my uh, classroom. So I get to sleep on that. This is a wonderful thing. We're going to bring mm-hmm. closure to this uh, woman's right. life and all this stuff. So Thursday, uh, we get I, get I get to school, and uh, I'm, I got a smaller box, I put everything like into the box and now I'm trying to type up a letter, but I don't know exactly what the letter should say, but I feel like just <laughs> sending a box with a right. dirt, like an old purse and some cards were <coughs> silly. Uh, Jeremy happened to be in my um, class for on Thursday. Mm. And as he's walking in, he hands me the blockbuster card because the kid was smart. He kept some sort of artifact, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he gave it back, which is sweet, you know, but like I definitely would have done the same thing. Yeah. Like if I, I would have kept something from this fine. Sure. So um, I put all the cards in a Ziploc baggie. I put that in the box. I type up this note that was just like, 
Um, I'm so glad that we, we can help you through, uh, you find some closure to this. There was a wallet, but it was empty, but it became a house of ants. We left it to be a house of ants. So my, I'm sorry. Um, but here's everything else. And so I had the three sixth graders that found it. I had them sign their name on it. I mm-hmm. signed my name on it. We put it in the box and I'm taping it up and I'm now looking on the website for it. So, uh, she works as an interior, uh, project manager for interior design. Is that real? Yes, that's real. Let's change it. Okay. Uh, she works as a supervisor mm-hmm. of figure skating uh, superstars. Okay. At a firm. At a firm. Yeah. And so uh, I I go onto the website because when she gave me the address, I wrote it down real fast. Oh, no. Um, and I was just like, I, I still had the LinkedIn page on my mm-hmm. computer up. So I knew like exactly where to go. So I go to the website and I get the address and I start writing it down and putting like her name on it and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And, uh, uh, for some reason I look over next to the address and there's a list of people of who, who works there uh-huh. and her name isn't on there. And there's a spot that says support staff. Mm-hmm. So I click on it. And I don't remember, and I say this because what follows is where the odds continue to get baffling. Yeah. Um, because mind you, we have to think about the odds of us finding this purse right. 17 years later yeah. and finding the person who this belongs to. Like the odds of that are just astronomical. Um, I would like to think that. What do you think? Um, I don't know. Being honest, yeah. like... Uh, those cards are designed to withstand the elements. Right. Uh, you had her full name and and like contact information as of one point. I think uh, the detective work that you did was good Thank and you. quality. Appreciate uh, that. But um, I mean, it seems like anyone with that information okay. could could have gotten there. So uh, what's fascinating is like uh, that it starts with a carjacking in Federal Hill, right? And um, how did the purse end up there? Right like, in Glen Burnie. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's an industrial park. So, uh, Blen Gurney. There it is. Um, so I mean, we're an industrial park in Blen Gurney. It sounds like there's a twist coming. Oh yeah. Well, I just want to. I want to put a pin in your. Yeah. Okay. The odds of this. Um. Sorry, that's just what we do. No, I. I know. I know. I. I was hoping for a little bit more like stretched odds, but here we go. It's. It's pretty unlikely. So. Yeah. We. Um. I, I I see that it says like support staff and mm. I click it. And again, I don't know why I clicked it, but my assumption is, is that I clicked it because I wanted to get her email address to say like the box we're sending this in right. is office max office depot. We're just reusing it. It's not supplies. Just know it's from us. <laughs> yeah. So as I'm looking at her address, like mm. her email address, I pan over and see the whole website and next to it are other employees. Mm hmm. And one of the other employees at that job is my friend Rob's sister-in-law. Whoa. And now you know who carjacked her. <laughs> now we know. Um, tying it all together. Tying it all together. I ne- I've never gotten chills <laughs> like this before. Yeah. Because to me, the odds now have gotten much bigger. Right. The odds that... A student in Rob's team mm-hmm. was able to find a purse yes. 17 years later right. 
to containing a, stuff that belongs right to, to a woman yeah. who works with Rob's sister-in-law. Yeah. So my first immediate reaction is I want to get out of the classroom. And I have students there, but like I need is to get because, out like, because the dream is too deep. Now? Right. Like, that, you're, that, you're now I'm trying about. to like wake up and stuff like this isn't <laughs> real. So I immediately text uh, Rob's sister-in-law and Rob. We have a group text mm-hmm. and I go, um, do you know this person? Like, yeah, I was like, is that what you, you asked them? I said, like, do you know Stacy? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. Um, yeah why we're, we're best friends right yeah why, why? <laughs> and i just immediately write rob in all caps five exclamation points this is crazy four exclamation points wow you probably made her think someone had died. and she said you have to tell me why yeah and i immediately explained the story and mm-hmm. she's like holy crap like i'm really good friends with her Nice. Uh, so did you just give her the box? So now I don't have to pay for shipping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, so the the worst part is, is that um, Stacy is away this weekend. Mm. Um, so she wasn't in today on Friday. Ah, okay. Um, so, so no closure. So to no the closure story, to the story. Uh, what are the odds of that? But pretty good. On pretty the show. good. Yeah. Uh, but it is it is just a, f- a fascinating story. Mm-hmm. Um, I do appreciate you saying that my detective skills um were pretty good yeah, I, I mean you followed the clues yeah and you uh went where they led you and uh to be able to find this person in the amount of time that we were able to and then find out that we have a connection in another way yeah um is to me i think this is the story if 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 there was ever going to be a day mm-hmm. where this podcast meant more to me because i have the story to tell uh, yeah this is it this is it so there is no closure uh, for me, Excellent. at least. Um, but I, I'll let everybody know on Facebook. Okay. Well, look forward to that. Uh, you can always find us on Facebook uh, at We Have to Ask is uh, is our handle there. I guess that's Facebook.com slash We Have to Ask. Yep. Uh, or Twitter at We Have to Ask. Uh, or on our website, We Have to Ask.com. And maybe Jonathan will post an update. Otherwise, maybe. you can just find Jonathan on Facebook. Um Jonathan, we are well over time, but oh, uh, are we? Sorry. yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, if uh, if you Crap. like, we could we could get a couple of these in for everybody's favorite game. But what are the odds, though? Mm. This is the game where we asked you to uh, to basically ask us, uh, w- you know, how likely is this thing to happen? Everybody's got wants. Everybody's got needs. They put it out in the universe, Oprah style, with the secret. Yep. And uh, you just sometimes need a, a reality check like how likely is this to come back or should you be putting in some legwork of your own right uh jonathan do you have the first one there yes uh this comes to us from uh danielle s and uh losing about 75 pounds and not having excess skin um well that's really a matter of time more than odds okay yeah i mean if you pull 75 pounds out of a human body you're gonna have excess skin unless you allow your skin to change along with your body so, so take I mean, the time. Just it's just a time thing, not a yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, that or like surgery. It's one to one. Okay. You get it done, but like you know, that's a lot to your, to do to your body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. This comes to us from our our good friend uh, Richard G. Uh, this just says time machine exclamation point. Yeah. Not happening, I'm afraid. Uh, We all may uh, have heard of Stephen Hawking, who passed away recently. Mm -hmm. Uh, But did you know that he held a party for time travelers once? 
Did anybody show up? No, and that's the problem. So he oh, he, damn. he hosted a party for time travelers with an extremely well-published date right. that was like noted in academia, with the idea being that the notion of this party would be carried forward in time so that if time travel is ever invented, surely a time traveler would come back to this party to meet Stephen freaking Hawking right. uh, and a bunch of other famous scientists, and um, nobody showed. That's disappointing. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we had one that's one to one and then one that's never happening. And that's, uh, looks like, looking like zero. Okay. Uh, how about this one? Uh, this comes to us from Andy M winning that damn Lido pizza gift card. Yeah. I love this one. Cause this one is some real data that we get to follow week to week. Can I tell you something, okay. Jonathan, about one of the few good things to come out of this Cambridge Analytica, like not information for those of you who haven't followed. Facebook had an API that was wide open and was leaking data about you and your friends to any app they would sign up for uh, by design. It wasn't right. it wasn't a leak. Uh, it was just an easy way for uh, creepers to creep on you with uh, these adorable apps like growing farms on your Facebook page. And uh, what that allows is data. Right. So we, we can look at all of uh, Andy M's posts about this Lido pizza contest and he has entered this thing so many times, and he has won zero, zero. times. Uh, comparing that with all of the other people that have entered this competition uh, and and eventually won, Andy, you are a statistical outlier, my friend. And I am happy to tell you that as a unique and beautiful individual, you will unfortunately never be able to win this competition. Nice. Yeah. So uh, a feather in your hat, but unfortunately, no pizza on your plate. Mm. Uh, that's, that's all of them. All right. Uh, well, I guess we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, Jonathan, thank you for the very detailed story. I am, uh, I'm really proud of myself. Like I yeah. didn't, I, you know, I could tell that story in three minutes, but I wanted to try to, yeah, there's a lot of good story juicy telling. details and a lot of good corners to turn where you don't, you don't see the next part coming. Okay. I liked it. Thank you. Uh, keep, keep working on it. I will. We'll get you on the stoop podcast Ooh. here on the peak sloth podcast network. Yeah, you just you, if well, I mean if you started listening to this podcast, you just heard their commercial about I don't twenty know, minutes, twenty seven minutes, twenty seven minutes. Ago. Damn! <laughs> All right, we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up, uh, folks. Keep keep telling us uh, what are what are your big dreams? What are the unlikely things that have happened to you or that you want to have happen to you? Let us know. You can tell us on our website at wehaveToask.com or on Twitter or Facebook at we have to ask. And um, we wouldn't do this show without you. So yeah. please keep telling us something. Uh, even if it's just that uh, you didn't think you'd be able to listen to the show, but you were. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's going to do it. This has been another episode of What Are the Odds? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. As always, for next time, one-to-one. See y'all next time. This has been another episode of What Are the Odds? I'd like to thank our producers Amy and Herbie Lobsters, and thanks to Skies and Cast Freezes for our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehavetoask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at wehavetoask. Don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksoft Network at peaksoft.com. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've tried to ask, you and I, I haven't gotten any answers. 
How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.